Welcome to JJ the Wedding Planner Podcast, the podcast for all the lovebirds who are young or young at heart, the non-traditionalists who might like some traditions, los que hablan español, inglés, or maybe more like Spanglish, where the one rule is that we are exclusively inclusive. I'm JJ, and after almost eight years in the wedding industry serving couples of all backgrounds, I realized that there wasn't a central place where I can send them to hear from all the amazing POC professionals that I had met. So, aquí estamos para servirles. After each episode, you will walk away feeling empowered to take on the bits of planning that lead up to your big day while keeping la tía lovingly off your back. Bienvenidos! Welcome to episode number five. Today, I am so excited about our content. We're going to be just going in to the deep end here talking about savings, talking about money. Uh, we know that this can be a little bit of a taboo subject, so we're just going to have a good open conversation about it. This is the last part of our pre-planning uh, theme and series. We were talking about uh, things to do before you're ready to actually start and having this conversation about money, about savings, about, you know, your budget in general for your wedding should come before the actual planning, right? Because you need money to get started. So make sure to take notes on this episode. If you have not yet downloaded your Jumpstart Kit PDF, you're going to want to do that. We are covering the second page here. We are also actually going to be going in depth for the next few episodes on all of those questions on that sheet. So you're going to want that. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash jumpstart kit. You'll also see that in our show notes to download the PDF print it out, keep it in that folder we talked about, and make sure that you and your partner have a conversation together, listen to this episode, and take notes together. Because trust me, you're going to want to walk through this step by step. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. It might even save you some fights if you work through these next few steps together now before you go way into the deep end of it, okay? Make sure you have these conversations, take notes, and get ready for the next part. Okay, let's get started with these top three tips when it comes to saving and just in general, having a conversation with your partner about money, okay? Hopefully you and your partner have had multiple conversations about finances. Um, we know that in this day and age, relationships look very different than probably the way our parents' relationships did in um, money and finances and living together before getting married and all of that. So if you're already having these conversations, great. I'm so proud of you for doing that. It's, this is a big thing. I know for me, um, the stigma of talking about money in when I was growing up is very different to how my partner and I now choose to talk about money because we realize it's important to have real open conversations about finances, bills, goals, savings, all of that. And we're not married yet. So it's, we know going in that it's big. So I really hope that you and your partner are already having these conversations. And if you're not yet, if this is your first one, maybe some of these um, tips will be helpful. So tip number one is 
don't stress. Again, um, hopefully you're having some of these conversations already, but if you're not, this is a time to do so. Pick a time, have a seat with your partner, do it in a a way that is comfortable, maybe do it over dinner, over a glass of wine or something. Um, But you really just want to be very upfront and honest about where you both stand with uh, finances and with savings. And so you don't want this to be a stressful time because you're both working to something that's really special. Obviously, you have goals about, you know, or an idea of what you want your wedding to look like. And so this is the time to see how this can actually happen, how it's going to move forward. So make sure to have an open conversation. Don't just ignore it. Don't think you can get through the planning process without it. Have the conversation. That's just number one. Tip number one. Tip number two is to be realistic about your ideas with money. So think about with your partner, think about the things that you can afford without going into debt or going into too much debt. And I know this is going to look different for every couple. Maybe you both have great full-time jobs and you're already saving and you're set for that. That's awesome. Maybe you are, you know, stable with your income and you also have family who's going to be contributing great. That's another situation. But then we also know, especially we're still in the midst of this pandemic. We're in September 2020. And some of you, you know, might have been very affected by everything that's going on with people losing jobs and having to dig into their savings and things like that. So just be, um, you know, we're, we're all here in the same place. I think that's kind of a blessing that we're all dealing with this at the same time. So just be open about where you are and where you are as a couple. Again, going back to some previous episodes, it depends where you are. Maybe you're in a point in time right now where you're like, you know what? We just need to save for six months or 12 months before we even start planning. That's okay. Just because you just got engaged doesn't mean you need to start planning right away. Do what is right for you and your partner. And going into the idea of not going into debt. Again, we know there's a lot of people who are paying for their weddings all by themselves and choose to take on some debt together. Again, that's that's your choice. I'm not here to judge your choice choice, but I also want you to be aware of how into debt you go because what I always tell my clients is, yes, the wedding is big and it's important and it's fun, but the biggest part here is that you're getting married. You're starting a marriage. You're moving into this deeper commitment with your partner and you don't want to go into that with this heavy, heavy baggage of a lot of debt. So just talk about it. Talk about with your partner what or how much debt you feel comfortable going into. You know, maybe a couple thousand is one thing maybe you're able to take out a loan. I don't know if that's something you want to do. I don't suggest it, but I am not a finance person, so don't take my you know, don't take my tips on that here. But my tip is to talk about it. Be realistic about where you are now and where you will be by the time you actually get married. Talk about if anyone else is going to be contributing. If you have a family member who wants to pay something, are you going the route of having padrinos for certain parts of the event? All of those little bits and pieces are going to have a huge effect on your end goal amount, right? So make sure you talk about that. We're also going to go into more depth on this next episode talking about family contributions. So if that is a goal or I'm sorry, a route that you're wanting to go, whether it's um, you already 
already know that you have family who's going to want to be involved or you don't know if you have family that wants to be involved but you want to ask them to be involved we're going to cover that so just stay tuned hang on for right now just have the conversation tip number three is to dream in scale and what I mean by that is that just because you're on a budget doesn't mean that it's bad and everyone's gonna have a different budget. Maybe you actually want a small wedding to save for. That's okay. And if anything, right now, as I covered from the very beginning, because we're in this weird time of where we can't actually have the large gatherings that we once did, it's actually a good thing to look into intimate weddings or micro weddings is what we called them before COVID. Now they're just called COVID weddings or quarantine weddings, but they're called micro weddings in the wedding industry. And that means means that you it's a small ceremony it's a small gathering of just the closest people around you some people choose to do a really small thing like that and then a large party at a later time that's your choice but if you're one of those people who just always wanted a small wedding either because of finances or because of just being uh, the type of person that you'd rather have not a lot of people to have to host or entertain you know you just want it to be really small that's okay so think about what your budget is and then think through what it looks looks like to plan a wedding in that way. Let's say you have a a small budget and you're like, we're going to do a really beautiful backyard wedding. That's going to look very different than if you're, if you're saying, you know what, we've been saving for a while. We also have family contributing. We're going to get a big venue. Those are two completely different weddings, but I would just confidently say one is not better than the other. Every wedding is special and beautiful because it's yours. It belongs to you and your partner and your family, depending on how involved do you have them be? So just take time to think through what that's going to look like within your budget. Again, just because you're having to have a smaller ceremony and reception because of finances doesn't mean it's going to not be the big, beautiful, magical, miraculous day that you've always dreamt of. It's okay. It's going to be fine. Work through it. So those are just the top three tips I have right now. Number one, again, don't stress, but be upfront and have the conversation. Number two, be realistic about what you and your partner can save or want to save up to. And number three, again, to dream in scale. Maybe it's a large scale wedding, maybe it's a small scale wedding, but regardless of the amount you spend or the amount of guests that you have, it's gonna be perfect and magical for you. So it's okay to say, we wanna have a smaller wedding this is what we're choosing to do and then you just run with that so those are the top three tips for today again go and get your pdf you're gonna want to download it and print it out and take notes and sit down and have a conversation about these things with your partner ideally listen to this podcast with them especially if maybe you feel a little awkward about starting this conversation um again if you're anything like me and you grew up in a household where you just don't talk about money this can be a tough subject to bring up so listen to this together have your printouts talk about some of your goals talk about you know your dream wedding and what is also realistic just because it's realistic doesn't mean it's not going to be beautiful for you. So take your time to do that. And next week, like I said, we're really going to dig into what it looks like to have family contribute into your finances for it. So stay tuned for that if that's something that you know you're going to do or you're wanting to look into. 
All right, that's all I've got for you today. And I'm so excited to hear from you. Please go ahead and leave us reviews about this conversation. Let me know, is is are you and your fiance already talking about this? Is this your first time that you're gonna dig into the conversation about finances? I know it's different for everyone, so let me know what you think. Let me know what you guys come up with. Okay, I am so excited for this one. We are now going into our segment called the social questions session. Even I have to say it slowly, otherwise I get all tongue-tied. But I'm really excited for today's question. It's actually kind of different than all the other ones. It has been submitted by at Marlene Mars on Instagram. And their question is, how do you get to know all of the different businesses slash vendors that help make up the wedding? And so I wish I would have gotten a little clarification because I wasn't sure she meant um, I as the wedding planner or how does the couple know. So I'm going to dig into both just super quick. The way that I know them is number one through mutual friends mutual contacts and having worked with them before. So sometimes in weddings, when I'm planning, um, the couple helps me or I help the couple look for all of their vendors. But there are also some weddings where I'm doing more of the coordination where they already have a lot of vendors that they want to work with and that they have found. And then I get to know the vendors through the couple. So I have met a lot of really amazing professionals um, through the couple actually. And some of them I've found online or through wedding vendor groups on Facebook and on Instagram and there's just a lot of ways. Um, I live in Los Angeles, California which is one of the biggest I would say um, locations and destinations for weddings just because we do have so many people here and a lot of people come to LA to be married for a lot of different reasons right. The beaches, the mountains, the desert. We've got everything here. I know I'm, I'm biased. I'm, a, I'm an LA girl. I'm just gonna say uh, Southern California has a lot of really great opportunities and because of that I've met a lot of really great vendors and so that's that's my side of it but the how the couples could meet them is a number one it would typically come from your wedding planner or coordinator um, for me when I'm coordinating a wedding I already have a list of vendors that I've worked with before so it's my like pre-approved list of vendors that I have personal connections with that I've worked with before or know really well and if a couple is looking for a specific vendor but I'm not doing their research. I just give them my list and say, here you go. This is who I've worked with before. And then they can go and do their own research. Um, Again, you can also look online, but sometimes the problem with that is that there's just so many options. Um, If literally, if you just did a Google search of, you know, wedding photographer in Los Angeles, you're going to get thousands, thousands. Anyone can be a photographer and there are some really fantastic ones out there, but it's important for you to know them, have some type of relationship with them, make sure to read reviews, see if anyone that you know might have hired this specific vendor before. And it's really important to do your due diligence and doing research with them. As I always say, make sure you get contracts. Um, But the biggest part of answering this question is that there's a lot of different ways right now because we just have more options. We have a lot of ways to figure it out. So if you are a couple and you're looking for vendors, number one, if you don't have a planner coordinator to turn to who has a list, I would always go with word of mouth. 
you know, we're all on Facebook and Instagram, just ask to say, hey, I'm looking for, you know, a, a wedding cake. Has anyone worked with a bakery that they suggest? And you're gonna get lots of options. Number one best review ever is just word of mouth. Trust me, I, anytime that I get someone uh, referred to me from a past client or a friend, it's just an instant connection that I already have with that potential client because they heard of me through someone they trust. So if you're out there and you're looking for a vendor, do your research ask some friends, you know, if someone's a complete stranger, then make sure you read reviews and you speak with the vendor before you book anything. You want to make sure that the chemistry is good. Um, And actually we're going to make a whole episode specifically on how to research your vendors and all of that. So I'll leave this as a little bit of cliffhanger, but um, number one is word of mouth, both from how I have met people and how you as a couple can look for others. Anyway, that is it for today. Thank you again so much, uh, Marlene, for sending in this question and if you have any questions to send to us please do so find us on instagram and get your questions there okay friends that's it for today thank you so much for joining us we can be bffs on facebook or insta at jj the wedding planner or if you're actually looking for information on wedding planning or coordination services you can head over to our website jjtheweddingplanner.com and please don't forget to leave us a review on today's episode let us know what you thought was this helpful and the more five star reviews that we get the better chance we have at reaching more people with this information. Thank you so much again and we'll see you soon. Los quiero. Adios.